0: Hi, welcome to Razor Branding Podcast. This is Jackie Russo, and I'm the host. If it's your first time listening, thanks so much for downloading. Hopefully, you'll learn something about branding and come back for more. Episodes are released every Monday, and you can find them on iTunes or RazorBranding.org, where you can subscribe through an RSS feed. If you have questions for me, you can find me on Twitter, at Jackie Russo. Thanks. If you don't like what is being said, change the conversation. Hi, this is Jackie Russo, host of Razor Branding Podcast. Thanks for downloading, subscribing, listening, tuning in, coming back every week. I really appreciate it. So today, we are going to talk about photos. How to use photos online to build your brand. You know, when you think about the photo sites, whether that's Pinterest or Flickr or all the different places where you post photos like Instagram and Facebook, and most importantly on your website, those photos really have some power when you put in some search terms looking for things and you look at the top of the search field you can click for images and it'll do your entire search based on images when you look in the regular search you'll see images and videos up near the top kind of indented and special set off to the side so there's some things you need to know about how to optimize your photos especially if your organization sells things that are visual well then gosh knows, you want to be able to show off a picture of it, right? So, it's all about how to do that. Well, we're going to start today by talking all about how to do it on your website. Because if you do it right on your website and then you share photos from your website to Facebook, from your website to Instagram, then it's a lot easier for you to make sure that people are drawn back to your website, which is the ultimate goal. You want the traffic to get to your site. So, The first thing you want to do on your website is you want to name your images in plain English. Now automatically when you upload it your computer is going to want to name it some sort of image number that came straight from the camera or the phone. That's not really what you want so go ahead and change the name and call it what it is. If it is a picture of a dish at your restaurant or it is a picture of a product that you sell in your showroom name it that name it the kind of thing that somebody would be looking for, not a model number or a part number but an actual name that someone would use for search and if you're not sure what the public calls the thing you make find out because that's what you're going to want to call it in this picture and so it's going to be important because that way you it, what you name it will match up to how people search for it. The next thing you want to do is optimize your alt tags so when you post a picture there's this alt tag that tells the computer and tells Google and the search engines what it is. And so you want to make sure that the alt tag is the name of what the picture is of. You see, Google and the other search engines, they can't see photos. They can't. All they know are the O's and ones that we tell them. So you want to use characters in your description to tell Google what it is a picture of. And it's a great way to use plain English in your alt tags so that people know exactly. Now, you don't want to go crazy with it. You don't want to try to put in all these keyword cheats and say, buy now, cheap, best price. They're on to you. The search engines don't like that kind of actions. So use the real words to describe it and don't try to turn it into a sales message. You also want to strategize the image dimensions and the product angles, how it looks. Are you shooting it well lit? Is it the right size for the space? Is it going to get stretched out? Is it going to get shrunk down? Are you not going to be able to see it? Make sure the image isn't too big because that will really slow the load time. And you don't want to take forever to load your website because people will just go away. So you want it to be the right size. So you want to reduce the size. That's the next thing. Reduce the size of the image so that it is clear it's not grainy or fuzzy, but it is not big. You don't need to have some huge number of file DPI that's, you know, available to be printed in a movie on shown on some big movie screen. That's too big. It's not necessary. You're looking at it in a very small, I don't know, 2x2, two 3x3 two, three three space, so it doesn't need to be really big. You just want to make it easy. And If you don't have the tools, if you're not a graphic designer you don't have Photoshop and all that, don't worry. The tools are provided on most websites and in your phone to do these things. Just look it up, Google it, and it'll give you some quick instructions uh, with some visuals of what it should look like and you can go from there. You want to make sure you have the right file type in every situation. So there's so many different ways, right, there's PNG files and there's JPEG files. So know from your website, do you want a GIF? Do you want a JPEG? What do you want? Because you want to make sure they're all going to look right. See, GIFs are a little bit lower quality than JPEGs, so you don't want to go out there with something that isn't going to become uh, that isn't going to be very high quality. PNGs are becoming more and more popular as an alternative, and so those may be the right ones to go with. You need to know for sure. Now, if your website is set up for thumbnails, make sure that you're giving it a thumbnail image. Make sure you've got the small image for the thumbnail and the large image for the when they click on it and they can see it bigger. But make sure the file size is right, because again, now you've got two images for every one product, and you don't wanna have it's a problem with your load time. So, moving on beyond just how you load them up to the website, now, how are you using the visual social medias? Are you sharing these on Pinterest? Or have you made a board of the things that you sell and showcasing how people can use them, tips and tools? Are you using Instagram? If you have something that's very visual, that's a great method to use it, is is Instagram and Facebook. It's a great place to show it off and let people see how it looks. You could put descriptions in there. Don't make it some big sales message, that's not the point. You wanna share it in a way that engages people, that makes them interested and wanna see more. If you have a restaurant, share the photo of the daily special. Now I caution you, food photography is not easy. And if it's done badly, it can cost you a lot more uh, than you think. So you want to be careful with it. You want to make sure that the photography is good, that it's well lit, um, that it's properly set up and looks right. Make sure you're using all the tools in the right way because we have become a very visual culture due to social media. That's what people look at on Facebook all day are photos and videos. So don't waste that opportunity. If all of your status updates and all of your posts are just words, with no visuals, it is entirely possible you're losing out on a great way to engage people. If you go and look at the amount of time that people spend in social media, on websites, uh, they are spending that time interacting with photos and videos. So make sure you take advantage of their natural inclination and give them something to look at. You want to not waste their attention though, so make sure you're using it right and make sure you're testing out the images and that they look good and that they properly sell the message the way you want it to. For gosh sake, please make sure everything is spelled correctly and that use proper punctuation. Uh, those are killers. And so if you've got a good photo and you've got a good message, share it. It's engaging. People will like it. They'll respond to it. They'll share it. And that's what you're going for ultimately. So use the photos and enjoy your time online. Thanks so much for listening to Razor Branding. Uh, If you have any questions, you can always go to RazorBranding.org or you can hit me on Twitter at Jackie Russo. See you next week. Thanks for listening to Razor Branding Podcast. I really hope you enjoyed it and got something from it and that you'll come back next week. New episodes every Monday. If you've got questions or want to know more, you can go to RazorBranding.org. You can also contact me on Twitter at Jackie Russo, J-A-C-I-R-U-S-S-O. If you haven't already, please subscribe. You can do it through the razorbranding.org website, or you can subscribe through iTunes. Thanks so much.